Welcome to Snooze with Sam. If you enjoy these stories and would like to keep them ad-free, please consider supporting their creation by becoming a member on my Patreon page. You can also listen to Snooze with Sam on Google Podcasts and Spotify. My name is Sam and I was raised high in the northwest of Scotland on a little island called Skye. Ever since my late teens I have struggled with sleep, the origins of which being a multitude of reasons. From then onwards I have developed a passion for helping people connect with and better themselves in all areas of life. I understand how the mind can work, its complications, its tendencies, its habits, and how precious sleep can become as a result. These stories have been designed with this in mind. So lie back. Take a deep breath. And enjoy the story. This story is called Loch Lomond and the Rowing Boat. The charming little dinghy bobs and nods on the water. As the little lapping waves carry it up and down at the jetty. Where it is tied up with a thin blue rope. A little weathered and worn, the rowing boat is a pretty little thing. All teals and off-whites cut with the ageing wood underneath. Where the paint has flaked off over time. Two cast-iron rowlocks sit proudly on the rim of the frame. 
just around the midpoint. They too have seen the elements, tarnished with chipping red oxide paint and actual rust patches. In the middle of this little boat rises a small, bare wooden mast. With a cracked layer of maritime varnish holding on for dear life. There is no sail dangling from the tie cables. Merely just the mast itself rising into the air. Swinging from side to side with the rhythms of the water below. It is clear this boat was once loved. Although it seems now as though it has been left for a year or two. To settle in its home at this quaint little jetty in Balmaha. beautiful small village on the south-east banks of Bucklone. It is also here that you sit, on the jetty, with your feet hanging over the edge. Dangling above the water, swinging slightly. Beyond you is the loch itself, in all of its fame and grandeur. Stretching out into the open waters where many sailing boats, jet skis and power boats traverse in the distance. Beneath the towering hills and mountains at each side.
In the foreground, however, not too far from its little enclosed bay, sits a small smattering of islands. complete with their own unique wilderness. Each has a different profile, different trees and a different character altogether. first one, the smallest, is fairly flat with some other small boats moored to the shoreline. Making for a second makeshift jetty in a place where space is precious, you suppose. There are no trees, only a few lone bushes amongst long grasses which wave in the wind. The second is much larger, maybe 20 times the size. and sits further behind the first island. This island dwarfs its neighbours, like David and Goliath, rising steeply out of the water with small rocky clefts. Before the slope lessens and turns to thick, dense heather and vibrant ferns and bracken. Above the ground are tall, exotic-looking evergreen trees. All with bare trunks up until about the top third. At which point the needles fluff out and fill the canopy above.
It looks like a little paradise over there. Perfect for camping or a little romantic getaway. Your own private island for the night. Your eyes follow around its coastline a little to a small, ancient stone pier. You guess the island once was somebody's private island once upon a time. How wonderful that would be. Your own little kingdom, yours to do whatever you wanted with. You imagine building your own little oak cabin on the far side of the island, looking out onto the waters of Loch Lomond. From the little pier you would create a small footpath just by consistently journeying to and from the cabin. Just like animals do when they use a route regularly. Just so as to preserve the purity of the island as much as possible. The dry needles beneath your feet providing the cushion underfoot. In front of the cabin, you would build a small deck on stilts. Reaching out over the water. Just so you could have little fires and sit with a book in all the peace and tranquility you could desire. You would watch the sunlit mountains darken 
as the evening draws in and the sky turns all manner of oranges and pinks. Then, once the darkness fell, you would stretch out beside the fire cosy cabin waiting for you and gaze up at the stars. Admiring the Milky Way and the unpolluted skies giving up their secrets. Watching shooting stars zip across your view. Here you would stay until the lure of your wood-burning stove in the cabin drew you inside. With a hot cocoa and the stove roaring away, You would cosy down for the night, all wrapped up in blankets. Gazing out of the window over the waters of Loch Lomond.
The charming little dinghy bobs and nods on the water. As the little lapping waves carry it up and down at the jetty. Where it is tied up with a thin blue rope. A little weathered and worn, the rowing boat is a pretty little thing. All teals and off-whites cut with the ageing wood underneath. Where the paint has flaked off over time. Two cast-iron rowlocks sit proudly on the rim of the frame. Just around the midpoint. They too have seen the elements tarnished with chipping red oxide paint and actual rust patches. In the middle of this little boat rises a small bare wooden mast. with a cracked layer of maritime varnish holding on for dear life. There is no sail dangling from the tie cables. Merely just the mast itself, rising into the air. Swinging from side to side with the rhythms of the water below. It is clear this boat was once loved. Although it seems now as though it has been left for a year or two. To settle in its home at this quaint little jetty in Balmaha. Beautiful small village on the southeast banks of Loch Lomond.
It is also here that you sit, on the jetty, with your feet hanging over the edge. Dangling above the water, swinging slightly. Beyond you is the loch itself, in all of its fame and grandeur. Stretching out into the open waters where many sailing boats, jet skis and power boats traverse in the distance. Beneath the towering hills and mountains at each side. In the foreground, however, not too far from its little enclosed bay, sits a small smattering of islands. Complete with their own unique wilderness, Each has a different profile, different trees and a different character altogether. The first one, the smallest, is fairly flat with some other small boats moored to the shoreline. making for a second makeshift jetty in a place where space is precious, you suppose. There are no trees, only a few lone bushes amongst long grasses which wave in the wind. The second is much larger, maybe twenty times the size. And sits further behind the first island. This island dwarfs its neighbours, like David and Goliath, 
rising steeply out of the water with small rocky cliffs. before the slope lessens and turns to thick, dense heather and vibrant ferns and bracken. Above the ground are tall, exotic-looking evergreen trees. All with bare trunks up until about the top third. At which point the needles fluff out and fill the canopy above. It looks like a little paradise over there. Perfect for camping or a little romantic getaway. Your own private island for the night. Your eyes follow around its coastline a little to a small, ancient stone pier. You guess the island once was somebody's private island once upon a time. How wonderful that would be. Your own little kingdom, yours to do whatever you wanted with. You imagine building your own little oak cabin on the far side of the island, looking out onto the waters of Loch Lomond. From the little pier you would create a small footpath just by consistently journeying to and from the cabin. Just like animals do when they use a route regularly.
just so as to preserve the purity of the island as much as possible. The dry needles beneath your feet providing the cushion underfoot. In front of the cabin, you would build a small deck on stilts. Reaching out over the water. Just so you could have little fires and sit with a book in all the peace and tranquility you could desire. You would watch the sunlit mountains darken as the evening draws in and the sky turns all manner of oranges and pinks. Then, once the darkness fell, you would stretch out beside the fire a cosy cabin waiting for you and gaze up at the stars. Admiring the Milky Way and the unpolluted skies giving up their secrets. Watching shooting stars zip across your view. Here you would stay until the lure of your wood-burning stove in the cabin drew you inside. With a hot cocoa and the stove roaring away, You would cosy down for the night, all wrapped up in blankets. Gazing out of the window over the waters of Rothland. 